got into the movie business because of them working with movies and yeah. videos. And like one of them, obviously, Quentin Tarantino, who worked in a video store mm-hmm. when he was 22. Someone else also worked um, in a store uh, that rented out movies, he started out in Durban, and he rewound 16mm reels in a, in a film rental store in Durban. Okay. Uh, initially for one rand a day and then for 25 rand a week. Eventually he went into movies, became probably the country's most successful film producer and produced the famous ones, you know, Sarafina, Pride the Beloved Country, um, Long Walk to Freedom, um, and The Mangler. I forgot about that one. Uh, that was a movie based on a, a Stephen King book. And this is just a few, yeah. Yeah. hundreds of them. And he's with us tonight because he actually brought out an autobiography called In Black and White. Anand Singh with us. Hello, Anand. Hi, guys. How are you? Yes, what a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, a great, uh, great intro with uh, John Williams' uh, Indiana Jones uh, theme. <laughs> Listen, I'm saying autobiography. Is this an autobiography or biography? Autobiography. Um, so, you know, obviously that means I wrote it. So it was a lockdown project uh-huh. which uh, became a book. So now the thing is always, what do you... What do you put in and what do you leave out? How did, how did you make that decision? Because you have quite quite a life, you know. Well, how well, do you decide thank what you to for skip? That. <laughs> well, actually, the way it worked was it uh, it was quite a uh, surprise to my, me also because I began at the beginning of uh, lockdown last year in February March looking at our old albums, looking at photographs and then videos and uh, my archive of material, you know, from film and where I started, etc. And as I began this process, my memory sort of took me to a place where I couldn't piece together the image. What what else happened there? What, what, why, where, where was this? And I asked people around me and sort of as I got to into the process and uh, we didn't have too much else to do, um, I thought, well, let me make some notes and write down what what is going on. And as I went through that over the months uh, of the hard lockdown through July, August, uh, I ended up with a whole bunch of pages of um, uh, material that I thought, well, okay, this is interesting, but I need some help in putting it, putting together a narrative. Mm. Again, at that point, there was no book, no publisher, no intention uh, of publishing a book. Um, and then, you know, it kind of evolved from there. Yeah. So I... I must tell you, uh, this is the thing about writing an autobiography. I'm actually, everyone should write an autobiography because it gives you that much of a sense of your life. You see how far you've come, how much you've done, actually. You know, it gives you perspective. Didn't you feel it's almost like a, a, a it's, it's almost like a process of, you know, closing chapters? 
dealing with certain stuff, embracing other things and, re and, and finding yourself in the process? Absolutely. I think what was interesting as I went through it, it was an opportunity to reflect and reflect on things, mm -hmm. as you say, positive and negative, uh, failures, successes, and and the ability to uh, be thankful that, you know, I've actually had quite a, a fortunate life where uh, luck has paid, played a, an important role, but more importantly, that... Uh, you know, I was doing something that I loved, and uh, and absolutely, I think it's a great idea. And I tell lots of people, you know, to uh, go along and have family members do video interviews with the aging aging members of the family, because that reflection is something that I went back to from videos that I had shot 20 years ago uh, to listen to interviews and say, okay, well, this is important. I didn't even actually know that. Mm. Now, what do, you, what do you want people to to get about Anand Singh after they read this book? Like, wh what do you want them to understand about, about you and your life that they might not have understood before? And I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say one thing that people, everyone needs to understand, how difficult it is to produce a movie. It's not, people have this perception, ah, you know, you just go out, people give you money and you start filming something. That's not at all how it works. Well, look, uh, on the film side, what people generally see is the glitz and glamour, the red carpet, the premiere, actors, you know, and this all looks really cool. But making a movie, in the case of Mandela, as an example, that was a 25-year journey. I was writing to him while he was in prison to mm. make a movie of his life. And, you know, and obviously the book will give you all the details of how it evolved and, you know, all the stops and starts and failures and and how eventually it came to fruition. But I think what is, um, what does, what do I want people to come out of with having read the book is, look, knowing film, you know, different people see things in different ways. So it's not for me to say, oh, you should come out with this, that or the other. I'm sharing my life. I'm saying this is a slice of where I come from, where I've gone and, um, you know, where, where I am. And hopefully that in itself and that journey gives especially young people some uh, level of um, uh, confidence to follow their passion and their heart in what they do. Because most times we are following what our parents or other people expect of us in in those young ages and in my case I studied engineering because the only film school in in, in those days in the mid 70s was for white people only and I couldn't go to film school so I went and uh, studied engineering which I hated and uh, mm. and dumped that after uh, two years but that being said you know I was following that because I was forced to do so. Uh, so, you know, it's a very, it's, it's difficulties that everybody has, young people have to deal with every day. So now, um, uh, one thing I just want to, one fact I just want to check with you. Did you, were you the guy that said to Schuster, you need to do candid camera films? 
No, that report was actually inaccurate. Leon was doing Candid Camera. I actually said to him, you need to do a film that is not Candid Camera. Ah, so, okay. You know, and that's how <laughs> Mr. Bones came about. Then let's do a proper story, a fish out of water. You know, I said, look at Cro- Crocodile Dundee, you know, and that was a huge success. And that's, um, but that's the story. Now there's a third one coming. Third, mm-hmm. Mr. Bones, are you involved? No, I'm not. Um, you know, uh, Leon's doing that himself, and uh, I, you know, I, I, we, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a huge success. Now, the one thing about, and we say it, say it constantly, the one thing about South Africa is we, we are blessed with so many stories that have not been told, and there's this sense of there's a lot of political stories, but there's also a lot other stories as well that that just do not get told and i think that's a problem i think i think we should we should there's a lot of stories that we should focus on on as south africans that do not get told Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, one of the dilemmas, and I've highlighted this in the book, is that, you know, elsewhere in the world, whether it's Australia or UK, uh, television broadcasters do films and do them for stories that are local. And, you know, a case in point, probably 30 years ago or thereabouts, 28 years ago, I did uh, a film, ver- the film version of Palias with uh, Katinka oh, Haynes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And and that was exactly the same case in point. You know, I did these political films, anti-apartheid films on on the run from the police, etc. But I felt now that Madiba was out of prison and we were heading towards a democracy, let's tell a South African story that is very much, uh, you know, not political, not having any bearing on race, etc. Um, and that was one of the projects that I did. Now I can I can tell you one thing about Palias. Um, if people have not seen that movie, I still think Palias is probably the best movie that has been made in Afrikaans. It is exceptional and something that more people should watch, actually. Um, Anant, listen, I'm going to speak to you further just after six o'clock. Looking forward to it. Okay, you'll call me back. Thank uh, you. Will do. Bye bye. That's a that's man himself. Did you understand? This this horse trading that goes on in the back, you know, like you you know you need a big star mm. to star in your movies, um, especially if you want to release in America. Yeah. So it needs to be an American and needs to be a big star. But mm. now die horse trading like how are you going to convince them? mark like Whoopi Goldberg he wanted for Sarafina, ma uh, she she refused to fly. Oh. Right now, so was no yellow story on my Let's go. Just the dry softcast he commented, mate. Says it like it is. The Scenic Drive with Rion. Weekdays, 4 to 7. Jacaranda FM.